0: Hey, welcome back to the podcast. I am super excited to share today's interview with you. I had the pleasure in interviewing Barbara Vercruz. Barbara is a coach, spiritual mentor, and thought leader, and she's also a phenomenal woman, guys. She had so much wisdom to share, and I think this is more of a message than an interview today. I really allowed Barbara to just let her light shine and share her message. She had a message she wanted to share with us, and I allowed that to come through, and I think that it will be very impactful for you, and I hope you will enjoy it as much as I did. Here's a little bit of Barbara's bio. Barbara Ver Cruz is a coach, spiritual mentor, and thought leader, and public speaker. After facing several challenges in her life and surviving stage 4 skin cancer at the age of 32, she decided to live her second life to the fullest. So after running a successful six-figure construction business for 18 years, she dedicated herself to her true passion now guiding people through a deep transformation. She supports people around the world in leading a fulfilled life, creating impact and success by living and leading with love. One of her clients is BMW, where she operates as a quality manager and business coach. She is responsible for screening all business processes and guiding people to perform optimally in their jobs. Barbara is phenomenal, guys, and I think you will absolutely enjoy the interview. And here it goes. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. It's your host, Brandy Taylor, and we have an awesome guest today, Barbara Vercues. Welcome, Barbara.
1: Hello, Brandy. So excited to be here.
0: Excited to have you on the podcast today, Barbara. I'm really excited to have you here today.
1: Okay, well, I'm very excited too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> great, great. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well
1: um as you know I live in Belgium which is the middle of Europe um an hour drive from Brussels and I'm running a coaching business um as well um I have two divisions I have a business coaching part and I have a personal coaching part the business coaching my biggest client is BMW and for my personal coaching clients uh, most of them are female entrepreneurs and corporate leaders, um, with whom I'm, I'm especially guiding them in keeping the work-life balance healthy, to keep them going through life with grace and ease midst of hectic midst of a hectic life. Help them build the confidence and find, you could say, really the power within, staying strong, powerful, no matter what happens in your outside world.
0: Okay, awesome, awesome. And before we get into all these great things that you're doing, coaching businesses and individuals, um, I understand you have a, you come from like a construction
1: background, correct? Yes, absolutely. Until 2016, I was running a construction business. Um, and then I changed careers. But before we talk about that, we'll have to go back further in time uh, to 2003. I was 32 years old at that time, and I was, I was diagnosed with a stage four skin cancer. Wow. Um, I was, um, you know, like I'm still ha- happily married, but my youngest at that moment was two months old. So I'm the mom of three children. So when the youngest was um, two months old, I was told I had the skin cancer and had no more than six months to live which obviously was an enormous shock. Um, being told at 32 that your life is over, um, well, makes you think. First of all, um, I decided to stay positive because that was the only way I could help myself. My fate was in hand of the doctors. You know, I had several surgeries and then I had a year of, of chemotherapy. But one night I, I I had a very um deep experience in hospital where I was really um in a I had so much pain. So I was like so um I was waking up out of surgery and Um, so when I was in deepest, deepest pain, I was like, I cannot support more pain than I have now. I kind of surrendered. And I was like, okay, whatever is here, God, the universe, I surrender. And at that moment, I had like a very warm presence, like saying to me, you are going to be okay. And from that moment, I had a deep faith that I would recover. Even if the doctors were very skeptic, they were really um, anxious about me recovering. I just knew. I knew I was going to recover. But at the same moment, I was thinking, okay, I'm 32. If I look back at my life now, what is my legacy? Am I happy with the life that I lived until now? And the answer was no. I was not. I had lived a life like so many of us, a life um, living, like uh, just fulfilling the expectations of other people. Mm -hmm. I was being the good, you know, like the good daughter, the good wife, the good mother, but never thinking about what do I really want. So you know, like I ended high school, good grades, I went to college just because it was expected from me. i married and I love my husband dearly, but you know, like always following the path because it's like, it's normal. But did I, you know, like think about it? Is that what I really want? And I started a construction business because my parents ran a construction business their entire life. And I thought, okay, that, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I know best deep in my soul, you could say, deep in my soul. I had always had a calling to guide people because since childhood, I always saw the best in others. Mm -hmm. I saw the possibilities. I saw what they could do with their lives. And I needed that wake-up call to realize like, oh my God, Barbara, you're 32. Is this, you know, like, if you would be dying right now, is this the legacy you want? So it was no. But then I had my construction business. You know how it is running a business. You have investments. It's not like I could close the business and just follow my passion. That's not real life. I was a mom, three young children, bills to pay, and a lot of investments in my construction business. What did I do? I you know, like started the path of self-growth, Self development and started in my, you could say, spare time, um, the little spare time that I had, following coaching courses, coaching certifications. But still, I was, there was a fear for inside me to let go of the construction business because it was everything I had ever known. And there was like financial risks. And in 2016, so 13 years, After the cancer, I had a huge setback in the construction business. I was betrayed by some employees, um, which um, I ended up with a lot of financial losses. I ended up with $200,000 in debt because of those Mm setbacks. And once again, you could say it was like another wake-up call because I remember one night laying in bed crying because we had had a letter from the bank that we could be expelled from our house and I was crying you know like weeping and I was thinking oh my god I survived the stage 4 skin cancer to end up here and then once again I had like you know like when you are in your darkest moment I think it's very important for people to understand those darkest moments. There's always gold in there. Mm-hmm. Always in those darkest moments. And I had like the inside, like Barbara, it doesn't matter whether, because we had the life, you know, like with a big house, big car, everything like comf- comfortable with the construction business, a good income. And I, And I was at the point of losing everything. But then I get the insight, whether I would become homeless or I would keep the house, I was a good and worthy person. Those material things were not defining my worth. Mm -hmm. And I I needed that crisis again to see that. Do you think it do you think it was because so
0: you you had this profound indirect intera- interaction when you were when you had the cancer. Yes. So you were able, you knew that it was time to walk into your calling. Yes. But you had this business and you still didn't do it. You still didn't do no. it. So there was still fear to here, it fear.
1: uh-huh. And, <laughs> and you, and you <laughs> right? So, and so... Remember, if we're not going to shake you up here, mm-hmm. you are never going to change. Mm-hmm. So I had to reinvent myself because in a very short notice, I needed money. Um, so I was very lucky. To have an opportunity with BMW, which was in the beginning a smaller opportunity, but I gave it all, you know, like all the best that I had, I gave it all for BMW. Then I started to build like a a personal uh, coaching practice, you know, like clients were very happy with my services. So I built more and more, more clients there. And I had the settlement with the, you could say, the court of commerce to have a payment plan to pay everybody back. So I didn't go bankrupt, but I have I had a heavy pay payment plan. But now, three years later, I'm almost done. So you have no idea, Brandy, that coming back from such a situation, how much it gives you a powerful feeling like, yes, I can, I have the value within myself to offer, whether it is to companies, whether it is to coaching clients. I have an inherent value in myself that nobody can ever take away. So let's say tomorrow, you never know, my husband wants to divorce me and I end up with, you know, like with no money. I know I can do it. Mm. I can rebuild myself Because I did it before. Mm -hmm. And I think if you go through, you know, like you go through the dark and you, it's developing strength. So for everybody who is listening right now and who is struggling, well, the struggle builds your strength. Mm -hmm. Without the struggle, you cannot, you don't get the opportunity. Though sometimes clients say to me, you know, like Barbara, I would be happier if this changes or this changes. But then I say, imagine, can you imagine, Brandy, that I never ever had a hardship in my life? That I was swimming in millions, that I had the happiest of marriage because I went to marriage crisis. I had a happy, what would that make of me? It would make of me a blunt. Arrogant bitch. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Would I have compassion with people struggling? No, because I would not know how you feel when mm-hmm. you are struggling.
0: You wouldn't be able to relate to them.
1: No. Would I have compassion with people who are going through a health issue? I wouldn't. So now I, you know, like I, I, I survived a tough childhood too. I grew up with them depressed and alcoholic parent i you know like and now i'm having the best of a relationship with my parents because we went to i went to deep forgiveness and an unconditional love for them and it's that is life it's experiencing the contrast how can you know that you carry light inside you when you are never in the darkness. Wow. It's your light that is, you know, like that serves them. To l- so often people, when they say, well, we live in a dark world, no, like in a, in a negative world. And I say, be the light.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
1: your mm-hmm. opportunity to be the light.
0: So how, how did you become the light?
1: well with many tears i Mm -hmm. cried so many tears but i think one thing that i always had was courage courage to be honest with myself to not hide behind excuses to look myself in the mirror and say you can do this you can do this You, my motto, one of my mottos has always been, you know, like when we are first time pregnant, we are so scared of, you know, like the baby being born. And my motto is always, if someone else can do this, so can I. Mm -hmm. And we limit ourselves so many times. When we see a successful person in business, what do we tell ourselves? We tell ourselves lies. We say, well, it's easy for her. She has money. Did she always have money? We don't know. We say, well, it's easy for her. She has the connections. Is that true? Not always. Some people without connections. Became so we limit ourselves. We hold back. And that's just fear talking to us. Mm-hmm. When we're talking like that to us, it's fear talking to us. But free within ourselves each of us has gifts we are born to share those gifts and all those gifts are unique some people are born to teach other people are born to bake you know like the best cookies in the world they bake bake them with love and passion and they radiate the moment you radiate the passion for what you do There's no holding back. Mm -hmm. People get attracted to you because they say, whoa, I want to work with that person. And it doesn't matter what you do. Whether you're in the beauty business, whether you're in the cooking business, whether you're in the coaching business, it doesn't matter. As, you know, like if people feel your passion, your fire and your light. And yes, it's a journey. And yes, I had to overcome so many doubts, but some, you know, like some crucial things are, first of all, raise your awareness on your self-talk. How do you talk to yourself? Mm -hmm. Do you talk to yourself in a negative way? Do you focus? on the negative voices in your surroundings, because you always have negative voices. I had to overcome, you know, like to grow. At a certain point, you have to leave people behind. Mm -hmm. And it hurts. It does. But there's no choice, because those people are holding you back. Because they project their fears onto you. As... um. As you might know, I do um, a weekly Facebook Live and inspirational talk. In the beginning, that I did it, I had some female friends, which I considered as friends, telling me, Are you doing this to get male attention? And I was like, Wow, really? (laughs) I beg your pardon? No, I did it to inspire people, to empower them. So those people, and since some of them were really good female friends, good friends, it made me cry at night. Like, oh my God. And then I was like, no, you don't understand my purpose. Well, yeah, every,
0: everyone won't see it. Everyone won't see it. They won't see the gifting.
1: Oh, plus once you start growing, you scare people. Because mm-hmm. you are doing something they don't have the courage to do so you have to be prepared so first of all look or be aware of how you talk to yourself second be aware of the people you surround yourself with surround yourself with a supportive circle whether you join a mastermind whether you join a facebook group whether you join you have to you know like have supportive encouraging people because starting a business, developing a business. It is hard work. Mm -hmm. It is lots of challenges. It is lots of setbacks. It's lots of failures. It's lots of things that don't go as you think they would go. So it's like a plane taking off. In the beginning, you need so much energy and nothing's happening. But once you start flying, you need a lot less energy just to keep flying. So Those are really crucial in the beginning. Then always keep keep learning. Keep developing your skills because it builds self-confidence. Always learn from the best teachers and invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. It's a sign to the universe that you believe in your worthiness, Mm -hmm. that you believe you are worth the investment. and now when uh, you
0: invest in yourself uh do you mean in education or in coaching
1: um it depends on what um on what business you're in um once you have you could say you could say it's in education okay but at a certain point you hit the ceiling and you are you know like you can't get over you can't continue educating and not starting your business just Mm -hmm. like just do it and then getting mentored or coached by by someone who proved that they did it because there is so many coaches out there (laughs) who are talking but who don't always walk the talk or how do you say that <laughs> yeah they talk the talk
0: but don't always walk the walk right
1: yes um i'm you have to know i'm dutch speaking so english is my second language i i sometimes i have to look for uh, words in my head so surround or be coached only by people who proved that they have a successful business that they did it mm-hmm. and they can give you very valuable tips and you need them for the moments you are going to a hard time. Sometimes you launch, I have had that before, you launch a pr- product nobody buys or, or almost nobody buys. It happens. You test, you know, like doing business is testing. Mm-hmm. But if you get discouraged after the first test and you give up, you are just not made for entrepreneurship. If you look at real entrepreneurs, I think if they have like 100 startups, like 60, 70, or 80 failed, maybe. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: we have to be prepared for that. And it's in overcoming. You have to leave your, <laughs> your ego behind many times um, and overcome it and just say, okay, this didn't work. Let's find another way how it can work. Listen to your audience. Be very authentic with your audience be very real and listen to them they have very valuable information for you maybe you launched something that your market or your doesn't your audience isn't ready for so listen to them what do they want why are they connecting with you what is it and it can be well sometimes you have to look two three times and fail two three that's no big deal. At least you tried. Mm-hmm. As my motto is, you only lose
0: if you quit. Yes. Like, e- eventually, I, if you just keep trying, and you keep working, and you keep going, eventually something will work for you. But if you I, quit, then you you lost. You just quit. <laughs> you know.
1: But be smart in not giving up. Listen to your market. Listen to your audience. Mm-hmm. Don't be blind for that. Because it has no sense in launching 20 products if you never, you know, like had that connection right. with your audience. You right. really have to, each time you had something that didn't work, just write down for yourself. Okay, what did I learn from this? What does it learn me for a next, you know, like a next launch or a next course or a next, you know, like, how to work how to how to establish establish myself as an authority. What did I learn? Mm-hmm. And I can say I have been you no know, like more than three years now. Um it is still growing for me and it's not like I have become a millionaire in three years. Not at all. So don't believe the stories unless you're like a super genius IT -er or something and you found, (laughs) but then no, it can take five years. It can take, you know, like just don't expect the thousands. And yes, you can have a, a big goal. I have big goals and big dreams too. And in three years now, until now, I have reached three and a half million people to all my Facebook lives. I could never have imagined that five years ago. But it doesn't make me a millionaire yet. So keep growing, keep growing, keep, you know, like reinvesting in yourself and believe, I think the, the belief in yourself is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Because you can. You absolutely can. You are never planted a seed of passion or a seed of desire in your heart. Randomly. Mm -hmm.
0: Pretty Girl Studios, where every girl leaves a pretty girl, is located at 266-20 Grand River Avenue in Redford, Michigan. Our team specializes in healthy hair care, trendy haircuts, hair color applications, blowout, silk press, ponytails, relaxers, and more. Coupled with an exceptional customer service in a warm inviting environment, you'll leave Pretty Girl Studios feeling pretty. Walk-ins are always welcome and we are always accepting new guests daily. Visit our website at www.prettygirl.studio or call us at 313-948-3848 to schedule your reservation today. Well, you know, I I absolutely agree with that, and I was just thinking about your story because it's it's interesting how you know you you went through the cancer scare, you got through that, you knew it was time to walk in your calling, you started studying, coaching, and practicing, but it still took years for you to accept the call. And <laughs> now, you, now you've accepted the call, but I've done that too in my life, but is it, sometimes it's hard and it's fearful to step into the unknown. Mm -hmm. um, Even though it may be something you're called to do, it may be something your purpose to do, but it's hard to step into it. It would have been easier, like, if your, maybe if your construction business had kept going going strong, you probably would have still been doing the construction. But it took for that to happen, it took for that to happen for you to step out and to walk into your calling. And I just want you to kind of speak to that because it's, it's not easy stepping out and walking into your calling and doing what your purpose to do.
1: No, it's not easy. And I would absolutely recommend if people can combine, like if they have a day job and they, they can combine and have like a, a, a smoother, like you could say, um, transition from one life to another, I would absolutely like advise that. But sometimes, like, life happens. And then, if you are pushed so far of your comfort zone, well, you have no choice. I had no choice than to reinvent myself at that moment. But I I feel so blessed right now. So blessed that it happened. Because, all right... You know, even working with BMW had, has pushed me so far into my excellence because the bar is so high. And in the you know, like in the beginning, working with BMW, I sometimes drove drove home crying because I had a board meeting with all men who could treat mm-hmm. me as you could say an ignorant. And I drove home and I was like, "Oh my God!" You know, like, but. The money pressure, I had to continue. So, but I overcame. I, be, I became so much stronger because of it. So even working with BMW made me grow in the corporate world. But it was with tears. Not in the board meeting, but after that. Sometimes I even had to go to the, board, to the bathroom. You know, like I'm, I'm an overly sensitive person, I have to say. But it has me it has like how could you say it? Has polished me. It's the sandpaper. All the challenges is the sandpaper of polishing you as a diamond. So you can choose to stay the rough diamond because you don't like the sandpaper. Or you could say, okay, this is happening right now. The sandpaper hurts, but I have to go through it. And then you come out shining. I
0: love it. (laughs) Come out shining. I love it.
1: Yes. But you you have to go through the sandpaper because it rubs away a lot of ego also. You know, like when you're overly sensitive, when you cannot handle critique, it means that you are not mature yet. When you're very self-confident, you can see that someone who is critiquing you a lot it's a reflection of that person and you can filter it without the emotion what i have learned now i am open for people to give me feedback even if it's very negative i leave the negativity with them it's a reflection of them i don't have to play the hurt it every time no and it's it's maturity i'm 49 right now and i never have felt more radiant, more passionate, and more beautiful. Although I'm getting, you know, like little wrinkles. I, I'm in my menopause, but it comes from, you know, like the light comes from the inside out. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares whether I weigh, you know, like this amount of kilos or that amount of kilos. And the the, the funny consequence is that the more you come, become successful, the more you become conscious of your choices. So I have since February been very conscious of what I eat. And I have lost like 25 pounds. Not because I had to. Not because I wanted to look like a, you know, like a top model or something like that. Yeah. Just a conscious choice of self-care. I have been really, really very um, disciplined into self-care, which is the most difficult thing for a mom to do. Because as a mom and as a wife and as a business owner, you're always ready, whether it's for your husband, your kids or your clients. Well, I have become a master in time management. I have blocks of time and from 9 p.m. till 11 p.m. is me time. Me time means or it's some education time, it's some reading time, it's taking a bath, you know, like it's me time. From 9 p.m. till 11 p.m., nobody, any, except Fridays and Saturday nights. And did they like it in the beginning, my family? No, they didn't. But after a while, they get used to it. Mm-hmm. Really standing up for yourself is contributing to your self-worth. And it looks different for everyone. I say now my time block nine pm, eleven pm. Maybe for your, for you, it's Saturdays or Sundays. I don't know. That's for everybody has. To. But we, I have become very. I get up at five thirty am. I meditate. I write. I read a little. And at six thirty, everybody gets up. So at six thirty, I start. You know, like we breakfast. We have breakfast together everybody's out at 7:30 and I go out at 8 um 15 and then at night I come home at 7 we have dinner and then at night I go to my office again till 11 you could say well it's short nights but if you eat healthy if you meditate it's like i never really lack of energy if you're passionate about what you do
0: mhm so you, you have a pretty time. <laughs> you have a, a pretty good routine, so um, so you figure out a way to kind of balance everything out between um, all of that. Some people say balance isn't real, <laughs> how do you feel about that?
1: <laughs> I can understand. I you could say my children are now um, 16, 19, and 20, two are in college. So when your children Between babies, and you could say 15, I can understand. I dedicated, you could say, almost all my free time to raising my kids and my, my business. So, when children are small, your calling is to be a mom. But then you have, you know, like you can let it go. But those first years, you know, it as well as I do. The hugs, the warmth, the love is crucial mm-hmm. for a kid to grow up to have balance and you know like happy kids. And my sixteen-year-old can he be a pain? Pain and yes, absolutely. Sixteen-year-old, <laughs> and we have you know like, but well, it's twenty percent of the time, and eighty percent he's just a wonderful kid. But he is still, you know, like an adolescent. And that's what adolescents do. They are pain in the asses sometimes. And it's good. They question. It it marks a strength of character. They question things. And that's okay. And leaving the drama and negativity behind in your life adds so much to the balance. Because a room is... Not cleaned up, don't make drama. Just stay calm and make rules, but mm-hmm. the drama is not necessary. The rules are necessary, the love is necessary, but the drama is not. So you pick your battles, is what you're saying? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And there is a place when you are in a kind of balance that the battles become very rare. Because people have, um, how could you say, you have set some boundaries in your life that people just naturally start to respect. But it takes time. It took time for my mom, my sister, to respect my boundaries. Why? Because for months, I didn't pick up the phone when they call me five times a day. Because I was like, the rock in the family, you know, like serving everybody, always being there for everybody. Well, gradually I stop being that. But I'm still a loving person and I call my mom once a day for 10 minutes. Not, you know, like I'm not available for everyone at any time. If there's a big problem, of course I am available. But not for the people who drain me. Not for the people who don't respect my boundaries. No. So crucial for so many women. Mm -hmm.
0: Even with family. I can see that too. Yes. Yes. With family.
1: Especially with family. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because they they think they are entitled to your time. Mm -hmm. They are not. No time spending in negativity, in drama, in pe- people dwelling in, their so- in the same story all over and over again. Because what if, Brandy, you would die tomorrow? You no, know, like always try to live with that. What if it was your last day? You deserve better than being drained by others. You deserve to, to live your passion. You deserve to blossom, especially to blossom. And don't be blinded. Don't start comparing because that's a very vicious game. If you are a rose, don't envy the orchid. Mm -hmm. You are born a rose. Feel blessed. That you are a rose. And maybe you are still a button. Maybe the rose is not blossomed entirely. And that's okay. Take your time to blossom. But don't compare with the orchid who is blossoming completely already. Don't compare. Comparing is losing. Comparing is needing the outside world you know like is using most of the time you just use it to pull yourself down because you are comparing the outside from someone else with your behind the scenes Mm -hmm. but you don't know the story behind the scenes from that other person Mm, great they say comparison kills Yes, it absolutely does. And we are all, you know, like even I can, by moments, you know, like I see someone launching, you know, like let's say a new course and I see it and I'm like, damn, damn, I want that. And then I go, Barbara, stop. This doesn't help you right now. Focus on your own creativity. You have your gifts. You have your mission. You have your passion and you have your own path.
0: Mhm, and, and, and that's okay I think sometimes uh it's hard for people to accept that it's okay for us to be different and you don't have to be exactly like oh yes the other person you see on social media launching something you don't have to be exactly like the mom next door you know it's okay to be gifted in the areas that you're gifted in and yes. do do the things that you do well. And that's what makes you unique. That's what makes you great. I think a lot of times, especially as women, we wanna compare ourselves and uh, to other people, what they're doing and what we see over here, instead of just focusing on what we have to offer, what we bring to the table. Because that's the most important thing. That's how we're gonna make an impact. Because we, we're we all, no, none of us have the same fingerprint. You know, yeah. everyone has a different
1: fingerprint unique voice that will be your strength I started my Facebook lives doing my Facebook lives in a you could say in a a different way than other people did I wasn't selling anything I was just in the car and I had an inspirational moment and I shared an insight like 10 minutes not more than that and people picked up you know like my genuine it's we each have a certain gift for me it was my softness a soothing voice uh, different than other people I didn't know that at that time you know like I just shared something but then people were saying oh Barbara I listen over and over again to your talks because it gets me calm you know like I, I come I was like oh wow I didn't know that just you know like just go out there and be yourself but to go out there and be yourself you have to be surrounded by supportive people because it's extremely scary for mm-hmm. me, my first Facebook live was extremely scary talking about self-development, about insights coming out of a construction business, Not like so many people watching like what is she talking about? and no. mm-hmm. I was very vulnerable so you need people who support you and believe in you because it's it's it, it can be very scary. But sometimes, you know, like we have to jump anyway, even if it's scary. Mm-hmm. Because there's always, you know, like in the adventure, there's always beauty.
0: Yeah, and now sometimes you just have to do it, like you said, do it afraid. Because yes. fear, fear, I think it's always going to be there. Yes. It's always going to be there. But mm-hmm. you have to... You have to operate in spite of fear. You know, you can't allow fear to hold you back from doing what your you heart have, Yeah.
1: So It's all right. You have to operate in spite of your fear. And that has been the story of my past three, la- three years. You could say I almost don't know anymore what a comfort zone is. I had to go out of my comfort zone each time again. That at the end, you're like, you're like, Whoa, when I look to people now who get up, go to a job they hate, watch TV shows or scroll their social media, put some, you know, like rambling or some complaints on their social media, go to sleep and have the same over... I'm like, wow, my life has is so different that I can't even imagine anymore going back to that kind of life Mm -hmm. because it's so empty it has nothing of your own creativity it has nothing of who you are you are just living i call it the zombie life i don't say this in a judgmental way just as an observation well most people we know
0: we know people and there's a lot of people who live like this. They're unhappy. They're not walking in their calling. Um, they're negative and And you, like you say, you, they post negative things on social media. And um, what do you think the solution is? I mean, there's more people that are like this than it is people that are actually allowing their light to shine. That it is people that are actually walking in their purpose.
1: First of all, unfollow them. You don't have to defriend them unfollow them so you don't see you know like i unfollow so many people i don't defriend them because that might be shocking for them but unfollow, <laughs> unfollow them first of all and then lead by example lead by example one day brandy we will outnumber the negative people one day we will our positivity Until now, negativity has been louder. Mm -hmm. But I feel I'm surrounded by a lot of people, you know, like following their calling, going into a more positive humanity. And it's growing. And now we are at a point, you could say, in history where there's a lot of polarity. You know, like with some politicians being like shocking for us. Mm -hmm. Has been a wake-up call for all those other people to lead by example, to be a positive, a kind example. For me, my deepest, you could say, my deepest conviction has always been turn the other cheek. People have laughed at me for that. They say you're weak. They... Many people believe in eye for an eye. I never have. And I'm so, you could say, fulfilled right now that I can be an example of powerful kindness. Do I let walk walk over me? No, I don't. But I don't go into drama, I don't go into judgment, and I don't go into negativity. I take distance, I do but I stay my kind self. I would never allow a negative person to poison my heart, ever. I would not give them that power. And that's important to know. At night when you go to sleep, look into your heart, connect with that light and don't give someone who's negative, someone who's trying to bash you because that person isn't happy himself or herself, give them the power to allow that. Mm -hmm. Because you always have the choice how you respond. Do you believe what they say or not? We all carry so many voices from our childhood. We heard a teacher saying, you're not good at this, you're not good at that. And as a child, you believe it. And we have to undo, you know, like, you have to let go of those voices. Once you're, you know, like an adult, do not allow to those voices enter your being anymore. And once people get a sense of your power, it's as if your light shines so bright that it's like, you could say a magnetic field. <laughs> they, they <laughs> Don't do it anymore. If you're surrounded by, by so much positivity, you know, like the negative people stayed behind in my life because I'm surrounded by so many supportive and positive people. But I, you know, like it took me time. Mm-hmm. It's not something that happens overnight, a growth process, you know, like the growth process takes time mm-hmm. and that's okay.
0: I truly believe uh, the saying, birds of a feather flock together. And like, so you definitely have to be careful. And I think this is in every area. You have to be careful with the people that you're around, the people that you allow to speak into your life, the people that you talk to. You have to be careful even about the music that you take in.
1: All these things can get into you. I I agree completely. I never watch the news again. Me neither. I don't watch it. I don't watch it at all. So at night when I'm here at my office, I listen, you know, like some soft music, classical music. I always have a bouquet of fresh flowers on my desk. I have some candles, some scented candles. And the atmosphere, you know, like is one of lightness, sweetness, tenderness. You know, like it's me. It's just reflecting me. I have a little statue of the Holy Mary. For somebody, it can be the Buddha. You know, like, we're all different and it's okay. But surround yourself with beauty. And it doesn't have to cost, you know, like, my my scented candles cost a few. Pen, you know, like, it's, don't hide behind. Well, I, you know, like, I live in a little apartment. That's okay. You have You can have your corner too. Just mm-hmm. create a corner for yourself. It's just self care. It's all part of the self care. The the shows you watch. I, I, you no, know, like I rarely watch TV. I would rather look on YouTube and watch a motivational video or mm-hmm. a speech from someone or you know like something that inspires me. I listen all my car drives when I'm alone, not for the kids, but my car drives alone. I listen to audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Okay? Makes me feel better. I do too. Mm-hmm. I but think it's certain discipline in the beginning. Mm-hmm.
0: I think it's very important. A lot of people don't really realize how important that is. Just all everything that you take in really impacts you. Your surroundings, the people you yes.
1: are around, the exactly. things you listen to you might sound a little wool, but we are energy and frequency. Mm-hmm. So the frequency the energy we surround ourselves with is permeating so you it's like you say um how do you say it the B- birds of the same flock, birds together. Of flock together yes <laughs> but the same with likes attract likes Mm-hmm. It's negative you know like attract if you radiate a certain positivity you Attract positive opportunities in your life. Mm-hmm. You, you know, like, do you want to work with a person who is complaining, who is negative, who is needy? You don't want to work with that. So think, you know, like, just be, like, logic in yourself. If you want to work with a person who is confident, who is positive, who is radiating, well, be that person. Be what you are looking for. Mm-hmm. When people see that, over-deliver in the beginning. They're like, oh, always over delivering, not in the beginning, but especially in the beginning, over-deliver in your services so that people are like, wow, what an experience. And be smart enough to self-promote. they like, I contacted you. Mm-hmm. Be smart enough in that. Don't be shy. That's, again, Fear-hiding behind the shyness Mm
0: -hmm. um
1: if you're passionate about something you are bringing value and bringing value to you it's it's like don't be shy to you know like to be passionate and talking passionately about what you do Mm
0: -hmm. wow awesome Mm -hmm. awesome well it has been Absolutely great chatting with you. We could definitely chat all day, Barbara. Yes. yes. So I have a few things I want to ask you about. So I noticed you have, I want you to share a little bit about your Barbara School of Wisdom. Tell
1: us what that is. So that's uh something I founded uh, a month, a month or six weeks ago. It has always been my my dream to share my insights with as many people as possible. So not everybody can afford my personal coaching so i was thinking if people cannot afford me as a personal coach what can i create for them to experience the same transformation but don't have to pay you know like the fee of a personal coach so i created my first course now it's called the journey it's um a quite elaborate uh, course it's taking you from the place you are now to the place you, where you want to be. It's 30 videos. It's a 100-pages textbook. It's a 200 or 150-pages workbook. It's really diving deep within yourself to take you on a journey. I take you by the hand through the videos and support you through the videos. You could say to reinvent yourself to build your self-confidence and go to a place where you feel fulfilled without needing the outside approval or the outside world for that feeling of fulfillment. Um, So that's, you know, like my first course on Barbara School of Wisdom. And I'm, you know, like extremely excited (laughs) about it. I, I, um, I talk with the same passion in every video as I have now, as I had now. <laughs> um, so that's that's what I do. If people want to contact me for personal coaching, um, they always can. Um, I guess you will be spelling my name on the podcast and then they they can find me through Facebook, uh, Barbara Vercruz. Um, you have my personal profile. You have my Facebook page, which is Barbara Vercruz Start a Life of Your Dreams. Or you can check out um, well my uh, website, which is startalifeofyourdreams.com,
0: and I'll leave all of that in the show notes as well, Barbara, so they can connect with you. Now I have a question about your book, the seven most powerful techniques to release stress.
1: Yes, that's a Kindle book. It's uh, um, on Amazon, and it's really it's 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 a smaller book, but it's really giving you you could say a guideline to have some powerful steps to release stress on a short notice. You know, like some tools, um, starting from exercise, the, the very obvious tools, uh, meditation. But then I go to in, into deeper, deeper methods that maybe are new uh, for people. I don't know if you know tapping, EFT, yes. emotional freedom technique the whole Oponopono technique. No, like I go in in, in more specialized techniques and you can find that book on Amazon. Mm -hmm. It's know, like a smaller book, but that can really be a start for people who are lacking balance in their lives.
0: Okay, okay. I'll I'll make sure to insert a link to that book as well. And what are you excited about right now? Do you have anything else coming up other than your uh, your new
1: course? I have. I'm creating, I'm super excited. I'm creating three products as you could say Christmas gifts. One is an inspirational card deck, which I'm creating right now. I love card decks. I know, I don't know if you like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like um, a cards. Yes, cards where people can you like draw a card each day to have an inspiration what they have to focus on that day. I like that. I, I, you know, like I'm, I'm creating them with beautiful, you know, like beautiful flowers and beautiful um, texts on it to really get them going through the day. Then I'm recording guided meditations for people, you know, like to, to listen to to really calm down and de-stress. And then I'm creating um, a, a little book with um, my favorite prayers and meditations for people, you know, like just to open up on a page and you see a one-page prayer or meditation that can, for that day, that can help you. Like a devotional? And, Is it like a devotional, a devotional type of book? Um, well, devotional, kind of, but I'm very open. I I really want people of every religion to be able to open it okay text no like um yes for me that's important because i have um on my facebook page i have fans or an audience from all over the world Mm -hmm. as well in the states as the philippines as india as south africa as europe so for me it's the you know like kindness is my religion thing is, is important for me and very about unity no like let's us unite as humanity that's important for me um so that's that's the book and i'm in the course of creating a new course a seven video course um, and it's called seven insights uh, for spiritual awakening
0: awesome awesome Well, you definitely have a lot <laughs>
1: coming up and going on <laughs> and- it's <laughs> coaching practice, and still, you know, um, but I, you know, like I prefer to design my inspiration cards in the evening rather than watch some TV shows. It just makes me, it gives me more joy in life.
0: That's awesome! I would love to get my hands on those. Uh, I, I like stuff like that, like just you know something that you can take in for the day.
1: Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Well, I'll, I'll send you one.
0: Okay, awesome. Well, Barbara, it was definitely great chatting with you today. I appreciate you being on the podcast. I just wish you the most success in your in your coaching business and every area of your life. I just wish you so much success. I know you're going to do great things. I can't wait for all of these exciting things and more um, that you have planned in store for your business. And I want to ask you one final question. How do you define success?
1: Wow, how do I say Fulfillment, you know, like going through the day with a deep sense that you are loved and supported no matter what your outside circumstances in life, knowing, you know, like that deep knowing of worthiness that nobody can ever take away from you. Success is something real success could never be taken away because as a human being, we are born as a success and never let anyone tell you otherwise. I love it. Barbara Vercruz,
0: everybody. Thanks so much, Barbara.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Brandy. Thank you so much for this opportunity. You're welcome. Thank
0: you. Thanks for tuning in to the Business Beauty Network podcast. Please subscribe and support our podcast please share it share it with your friends and family also connect with us we want to hear from you leave us comments let us know what you're enjoying about the podcast also email us at bbnetworkpodcast at gmail.com you can also connect with me on Instagram at I am taylor and at Exquisite Looks we're also on Facebook and Twitter at Esquizit Looks, and you can check out my website at exquisitelooks.com. I really hope to hear from you and connect with you soon remember that all things are possible if you only believe stay great